The message you're about listening to is from Pastor E.A. Adeboe, the General Overseer of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. Our Father and our God will bless you. Ancient of days, we give you all glory. Because you are holy. And your holiness guarantees your faithfulness. Because you are holy, you can't lie. When you speak, it is done. Oh, we bless you, Lord, that we are your children. And your word made it clear. We are more than conquerors because you love us. So we know it is settled. We shall laugh last. Please accept our thanks in Jesus' name. As we continue with our study, my Father and my God, let the heavens open again. And let miracles, signs, and wonders happen in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. We've been looking at, oh, please, shake hands with one or two people and said, uh, Good day, God bless you mightily today. <laughs> and then you may please be seated. We've been looking at uh, a series when to whom the heavens open. And uh, last Sunday we started looking at Joshua chapter 5 from verse 13 to 15. Joshua 5, 13 to 15. And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted up his eyes and looked. And behold, there stood a man over against him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went unto him and said unto him, Are thou for us or for our adversaries? And he said, Nay, but as captain of the hosts of the Lord am I now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and did worship. And said unto him, What saith my Lord unto his servant? And the captain of the Lord's host said unto Joshua, Loose thy shoes from off thy foot. For the place whereon thou standest is holy. And Joshua did so. We, by way of uh, repetition or revision, we said last Sunday that the series that we've been doing for us, or this uh, Sunday, Sunday afternoon service, came as a result of the lockdown that came during the coronavirus. We thank the Almighty God that we survived coronavirus. And in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, if there's any relation of coronavirus that is still to come, you will also survive. But coronavirus didn't kill you physically. Don't let it kill you spiritually. Because if you stop going to church 
long after the way had been cleared, it is because coronavirus now wants to make sure you get away from the heat that is generated when children of God gather together. And before you know it, you who have been boiling hot for God, you who have been the first to get up on Sunday morning and say, I must go to the house of the Lord. Because D.V. said, I was glad when they said unto me, let's go into the house of the Lord. You are now sitting down at home waiting for the afternoon session where Daddy Gio will be preaching. Thank God for this series. Thank God that up to now, God has not said stop it. If he says stop it, I will stop it. But if it continues, and I pray that it will, don't forget it is not an alternative to your going to church. You survived physically, make sure you survive spiritually. Get up and get back to church. Get back to corporate anointing. When prayer is said in the church, and you are saying amen, there are hundreds of other people saying amen with you. A combination of their amen is going to bring quick answer to your prayers. And the word of God made it abundantly clear. He said, let all the people praise thee, O Lord. Let all the people praise thee. Then even God, our God, will bless us. And the whole earth will fear before him. You know what that means? When you are in a congregation and together they are lifting up their voices together in praise. The kind of blessings that will come down will bring fear to your enemies. Your hallelujah alone in your room does not have the same impact as the hallelujah you say in church. Get back to church and do so immediately. It's in your own interest. And the Almighty God will bless you. All right. And then last week we said that there are several reasons why the heavens could open. That heavens just doesn't open. But it it opens on purpose. We say purpose number one is that heavens could open because God wants to reach out to pluck someone special out of the jaws of death. That was number one. And we gave examples. One of the examples we gave has to do with Daniel. The second example had to do with Peter. Then we said heavens could open because God wants to reach out to lift up someone who is practically drowning, who is going deeper and deeper, the more he struggles to get out, the deeper he goes. God could stretch out and grab that fellow because underneath are his everlasting arms. And then he can now begin to promote the fellow. 
We said the heavens also could open because God wants to knock down somebody who deserves to be knocked down. And we gave illustrations that when God discovered that a king was becoming too big for his shoes, he knocked them down for some seven years so that he could eat grass like an animal. And then we ended with number four, that God could, the heavens could open because God wants to arrest someone who particularly might be uh, trying to block the way uh, of the spread of the gospel of the almighty God. Now we go on to number five. The heavens could open to bring in a brand new era. When God wants to make a mighty change, either in the life of a person or in the life of a family or in the life of a nation, the heavens can open. And the example can be found in Acts chapter 10. And you can read it from the very beginning to the end. Acts chapter 10, from the beginning to the end. If you read from verse 1 to 7 there, you will see that the heavens opened for a man called Colinius. This man even though he wasn't a Christian, had steadily been serving God, giving offerings, giving alms, doing good. And one day all his labors of love came up for remembrance. And the heavens opened unto him. God sent him an angel. There are many of us who have been serving God steadfastly. We've been sowing. We've been giving. We've been tithing. And God has been taking note. He has been keeping a record. God is a great record keeper. There's nothing you've done for God in secret that God has not noted. Nothing. The Bible says he's such a great record keeper that even if a, 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 an air on your head should fall to the ground, God took note. The Bible says there's nothing hidden before God. There's nothing you have done that God has not noticed. And the Bible says God is not unjust that he will forget your labors of love. He does not forget. He's been taking account. Then all of a sudden, a day came for Colinius, and the heavens opened, and an angel paid him a visit. And told him, it is time for reward. 
Oh, how I pray that the heavens will open unto you. And your harvest will begin. But at the same time that the angel was visiting Cornelius, the heavens was also opening to someone called Peter. And you can read that one from verse 9 to 20. From verse 9 to 20. Because God needed Peter in what he was about to do in the life of Cornelius. So while an angel was visiting Cornelius, the heavens was opening to Peter. And he saw a vision. He saw a vision that was going to change his theology. Because Peter was convinced that he must never go to the house of a Gentile. He must never touch something he called unclean. And God wanted to show him what to think was unclean is no longer unclean. I'm about to do something new. The heavens can open when God is about to begin a new era. I'm begin believing God that there's going to be a new era in your life. Amen. A new era in your family. Amen. And a new era even in our church. Amen. Because I could remember clearly the oppositions we faced when we said we wanted to start what we call the modern parishes. It was to be a new era. Opposition was very stiff. We needed churches to spread fast. And in a place like Lagos, they said, how is that going to happen? And so we decided, well, there might not be buildings available to rent for churches, but there are hotels. And when we decided that we would begin to hold services, even in hotels, some people thought the hotel is a house of sin. That's what they call it. And when there were no more hotels to hire, we said we'll move to beer parlors, nightclubs. And they told me, how can you, a preacher of holiness, go and start churches in nightclubs? I told them, all night long on Saturday, they party at nightclubs. On Sunday, they, are, they will be at home sleeping. The nightclub is always free on Sunday morning. What about all the robbies that have been done? Oh, sure, we get there on Sunday morning. and they, We know alcohol has flowed freely. And alcohol is called spirits. We bring in the Holy Spirit and clear off everything that God has not planted in the place. A new era. Because heaven opened. I pray that the Almighty God will open the heavens to you Amen. and bring about a new era in your life. Amen. A new era even in your business. Amen. A new era 
in your churches. Amen. Number six. The heavens could open when God wants to introduce a special personality. In Matthew chapter 3, verse 16 to 17, Matthew 3, 16 to 17, the Bible tells us that as Jesus was coming out of the waters when he had been baptized, the heavens opened. And the Holy Spirit came like a dove and lighted on him. And a voice spoke from heaven. This is my beloved son. In whom I were pleased. That's Matthew chapter 3, verse 16 to 17. The heavens opened. The Holy Spirit came. I pray that as you are listening to me today, the heavens will open. That the Holy Spirit will come afresh upon you. And that God will speak concerning you. And introduce you to the world afresh. And let your friends, your relatives, your colleagues know you are special. That you are the beloved of God. It takes just an act of the almighty God to show everybody this fellow is special. It takes God to introduce you. And he can do so. I still remember clearly this, the case of a sister. She came, I mean, you know her story. She came to one of the programs and God spoke and said, there's one, one fellow here, the, the, the person who is not allowing you to marry unless she repents, she will die within a week. And... Uh, she got home, told the mother. The mother followed her to church and, and was very upset with me. When I told her, I didn't mention her name. She asked the girl to get out and said, well, I'm not asking her not to marry. It's just that uh, if she goes, who's going to take care of me? Anyway, we sorted out the issue. Within a week, Somebody who had had been in the same church with this girl for years, suddenly his eyes opened. And saw, ah, this is the one God meant for me. God introduced her. May the Almighty God introduce you. May the Almighty God point you out to somebody who will help you. It took God to introduce Colinius to Peter. Peter wasn't coming to help a Gentile. But God had gone ahead. Had told Colinius, there is a fellow called Peter. Called him by name. And gave the address where Peter was staying. And said, go and get him. By the time the messengers came, God spoke to Peter and said, All right, so some people are looking for you. Go with them. When the heavens opened, 
It brings connections. It brings the one who needs help to the one who wants to help or who can help. I'm praying that this week in particular, the Almighty God will connect you to the one who can help you. And prepare them ahead to come and bring you help. And in Matthew chapter 17 from verse 1 to 7, Matthew 17 from verse 1 to 7, on the Mount of Transfiguration, the Bible tells us that all of a sudden, Jesus was transfigured between, I mean, before Peter, James, and John. The heavens opened, and they saw Elijah and Moses, Moses and Elijah, talking to the Lord. And a voice spoke to them. This is my beloved son, in whom I were pleased. Hear ye him. It was not going to be long before Jesus departed from the world. And there are three special people who were to continue with the ministry. And they needed to be told specifically, obey this fellow. Whatever he asks you to do, that's what you must do. When heaven's open, the Almighty God can guarantee your legacy. He can take care of what's going to happen after you are gone. When the heavens open, He can introduce you to those who will help you even after you are gone. As the elders will say, the one who helps you after you are gone is more important than the one who helps you when you are here. Some of us, we need the heavens to open so that God can introduce us to those who will help us even after we are gone. I pray that the Almighty God will open the heavens to you. And send you, introduce you to those people who will be helpful to your children. Even after you are gone. Well, maybe we can still have enough time to take at least one more reason. Why the heavens can open. It could be to welcome home a great warrior of Christ. The heavens can open when a warrior is going home. Uh, I'm sure many of you will say, well, we don't want you to talk about that because we are not ready to go home yet. (laughs) I agree. And in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, none of you will die young. But it is appointed unto man to die. Everybody has an appointed time. And when that appointed time comes, there's nothing anybody can do. 
So what is crucial is to be ready for that time when the appointed time will come. In Acts of the Apostles chapter 7, from verse 55 to 56, Acts 7, 55 to 56, the Bible said, while Stephen was about to die, the heavens opened. He lifted up his eyes. He saw the Lord standing. He saw Jesus Christ standing. Now the Bible said the Lord, when he finished his work, wasn't standing. He was seated. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. Colossians 3, verse 1. The Lord was seated at the right hand of God. To finish his job, he sat down. But on this occasion, he was standing. What does that mean? I'm sure you know. Because in John chapter 14 from verse 1 to 3, John 14 from verse 1 to 3, the Bible says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many mansions. If there were not so, I would have told you. I'm going to prepare a place for you. And when I've prepared a place for you, I will come for you. Jesus saw a warrior finishing his assignment. He was a young man, he wasn't old. But he has finished his assignment. Let me tell you one thing. I pray for you that after you have finished your assignment, you will not spend an extra day in this wretched world. Not one day extra in this wretched world. My prayer is that you will finish your assignment. That you will finish strong. That you will finish well. And you, I pray, I pray you will never become a relic. A relic is someone who used to be useful. And it's no longer useful. Oh God, before I become a relic, please take me away. And I want to assure you that going to heaven is easy if you lift up your eyes and you already see the Lord. <laughs> Standing to say, come on my son, I'm waiting for you. Oh, my, I am sure Stephen was glad. He was so glad that he prayed for those who were killing him. He was so glad. I believe that he prayed that prayer as a prayer of gratitude. Thank you for sending me home. Because I've told you before, the only thing that will not allow you to kill yourself after you have seen heaven is because if you commit suicide, you won't make it to heaven. <laughs> and that place is beautiful, man. So the heavens opened to say, come home to a warrior who had finished well. Let me stop here today and continue from there next week. 
And I want to encourage those of you who have not given your life to Jesus Christ. You don't even know where you are going. Let me tell you the truth. Jesus Christ made it clear. Unless you are born again, you can't, you can't even see the kingdom of God. The, the, the kingdom of God, not to talk of entering. Ah, don't delay. Rush to Jesus today. Surrender your life to him. So if that comes tomorrow, because it can come any time, you have nothing to fear. Because Jesus himself will come and take you. Remember what David said. He said, yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. If you have the confidence that Jesus will come for you, you have no death to fear. That's why every true child of God are fearless. We know we won't go the journey alone. The Lord will be with us. And he can be with you too if you will surrender your life to him today. So if you want to give your life to Jesus, wherever you are, go to the nearest altar to you, or stand up if you are in your home, or park your car if you are listening to this broadcast in your vehicle, and just show the Almighty God, I'm deciding for you. And cry unto him now. Ask the Lord to save your soul, Ask him to be merciful unto you. Ask him to wash you clean with his blood. Promise him you will serve him. You will do his will from this moment onward. And I will join you in prayers in a moment. And he will save your soul. Thank you, Father. My Father and my God, I want to bless your holy name for your word. Thank you for the power in your word. Thank you for these people who have made up their minds that they will want to do your will from now on. Please receive them. Amen. Have mercy on them. Amen. Save their souls. Amen. And wash them clean with your blood. Amen. And receive them into the family of God. Amen. So that if at any time they have to leave this world, you will be with them. Amen. And please, Lord, I pray that every prayer they pray from now on, you will answer by fire. Thank you, Almighty God, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Please join us on this same station at this time for another wonderful experience as Pastor E.A. Adeboye exposes the deep mysteries in the Word of God.